Every day we hoistle in at Pilots and Pictards Podcast. Welcome to the Pilots and Pictards Podcast. This is Drew. I'm the pragmatic and bleeding heart cyclops of this podcast. I'm Jimbo, the anti-millennial, non-conforming, existentialist pilot critic, and Kenny of the podcast. I'm Liz, mother of a single cat, the spark plug, keeper of hot takes. And I'm the magically undefeated Miss Mo, master of spoilers and lover of nobos. And this is the podcast with nothing much to do about aircrafts, but potentially everything to do with the first episode of a filmic series. Petard is a word. It's a real word. And petards are not just bombs. They are fancy French bombs. Look it up. Read your Shakespeare and watch out while going through doorways. There might just be a petard. Uh, Pilots and Petards is also a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. And we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Public Libraries, for the ad-free listening. And here's your real quick fuck you for Crooked Media for your crooked piece of shit ads. And one more quick shout out and a fuck you to Don Rickles. I realize that political discourse is starting to pick up, but please retire from your crappy Friday night HBO show. We were never interested in your shitty centrist love affair with Ann Coulter, and things would be better if you went away forever. So fuck you, Don Rickles. And here's another fuck you to contact us to sponsor a show or to slander a rival. You know, it's, it's really up to you. We'll do either for money or if you just say something nice to us. And if you enjoyed today's ad-free listening, then you owe us. We could stack never-ending crooked ads and create sob stories as to why we need your money, but we don't. Repay your debt by leaving us an iTunes review or rating. That's right, iTunes. Get on there. Rate us. Review us. If you have already done your iTunes review or rating, tell someone else about our podcast. We forgot to mention the lottery winner for our survey was Fitz. Everyone who took the survey prior to January 1st had a 1 in 8 chance of winning. For all you Carson Daly fans out there, this is proof that th- that if you do good things, good things will happen to you. <laughs> what does that have to do with Carson Daly? <laughs> you guys aren't Carson Daly fans or you would know. I just knew he was yeah, on TRL. Exactly. Was he a good person and that's why he's like on the Today Show now? Exactly. He's moving oh, okay. up in the world. I see, because he's because a good he does person. good things. Oh, I see. now for wow, I didn't know he was today's like... episode that is <laughs> not about Carson Daly. <laughs> no, it's not. I just didn't realize he was like the beacon of like morality <laughs> and what it is to be good. Liz, actually, it's the holiness himself, holy. Carson Daly. Oh boy! Yes, how would be his name? Wow, Carson, if you're listening. Come on the show. Sidetracked. Sorry, my fault. Join us as we cast judgment and determine if the Netflix British coming-of-age teen comedy Sex Education will be hoisted or not hoisted. That is the question. So this is the spoiler-free minisode. Um, you should, to you know, if you want to see if you should watch the pilot for Sex Education, if it's not hoisted... You know, you should watch it and then join us in a couple of days for the extended discussion. You can also go to our Facebook group or our website to continue to join in on any or all of the conversations. And what do we got for background, guys? What do we know about sex education? Like with you, I watched this show. Terrible name. Like, like with you, I watched this show waiting for Punisher season two. I saw another podcast talk about this show. And so I avoided listening to that podcast talk about this show specifically. But I was like, I like that podcast. So I looked forward to us watching and talking about this show. I just saw an ad for it and wasn't really interested in it until we watched it for this podcast. <laughs> I only saw the memes. Oh, there's memes already? Well, apparently someone who is clearly very 
young, didn't realize who like Jillian Anders was. And they were like, oh, my gosh, this woman is so sexy. Like, who even is she? And everybody was like, what do you mean, who is she? Golly. Like, who are you? (laughs) How dare they? I I just, I'm here for the memes, guys. And then just a little more background. This this is a very popular show. It just came out this year. It's been out for a little over a month now. And according to some hearsay by Netflix, they were expecting... 40 million views in the first month. So it seems, according to Netflix, very popular show. Uh, whatever, man. Netflix, we are mushrooms to Netflix. Keep us in the dark, feed us shit. I do not trust Netflix. <laughs> they spend so much money. They waste so much money. They do. They're in debt because of how much money they spend on content. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, if they could only cut their content in half and produce twice as much of it. Hmm. If only they didn't spend a hundred million dollars on friends, which will be leaving like next year. So, wait, seriously? Wow, I'm still a fan. They give they give European style maternity and partial paternity leave. Yay, Netflix! I mean, that's great. I don't think that cost as much as Friends for a hundred million dollars. I'm not gonna lie. We don't know. We'll Netflix never know. mushrooms. All right, Jimbo, can you hit us with that two sentence summary? We we don't even know what this show's about. <laughs> Everyone in school is banging except for Otis, who can't whack off. His lit partner, Adam, can't come. Will Otis and Adam get their sex education? Stay tuned to find out real. if you should give a steaming pile of crap. That's Those are some real problems. <laughs> and this will move us into part one. This is our spoiler-free highs, lows, evaluation of the quality of the pilot. We will cast judgment, and we will rank the show... And then we will do our extended discussion next time. So someone, someone start us off. We, we, you know, we have, seems like we have a nice distribution of highs and lows. I guess since we kind of mentioned this already, I'll start off. Um, Scully's hot mm. or whatever her name is. Miss- her name is Scully. <laughs> her name is Scully. <laughs> like a few scenes to realize it was her. Cause she just looks so different with her hair short and with her blonde little psychologist cut. Um, but I thought that this this is a great comeback for her. If it's going to be considered a comeback, I don't even did know. Did she leave? Did she go somewhere? I don't. Did she? She done anything since I like the remake of X Files? She either did like an Australian or an English show that was very big and it was a mystery. And okay, well, I thought she did a great job of just playing like the fun, quirky, you know, sex therapist mom, and without it coming off too like slapstick or you know what i mean it's just it felt like very authentic and real and she was really believable i didn't see her as funny and quirky i saw her as like a very excellent parent she yeah but you know sometimes like when you're trying to be the when you write a character of the cool parent it comes off like inauthentic or like what parent would actually be that way and i thought she just made it really believable like her performance was really done well done um and i liked her character a lot I don't know. And I like the scene, the scenery, wherever she lives. Like, can I live, <laughs> live there? there? It's gorgeous. <laughs> so beautiful. Where in the UK is that? I liked all the main characters except for Adam's ex-girlfriend. Like Mo was saying, like with the, there's like that balance between just absolute ridiculousness and then realistic. And I think the show is doing a nice little teeter of that. I think Jimbo is absolutely correct. Like the tone of this show is like really spot on because I think... I think what you don't want to run into is like melodrama and, you know, 
an escape or something from like a high school show because it's supposed to be grounded and it's supposed to be relatable because that's like a universal concept. And I think you're right. This show does a good job of not straying too far into the crazy wackiness. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's a the scenes kind of towards the end of the episode with I think you pronounce her name Mav. Um, Mav and Otis, which she's one of the main characters. She's kind of the girl who is seen as like, I guess, the slutty one. Um, she's a little bit of a rebel. But the two of them together towards the end was like really funny. Um, I really liked just like the chemistry they had together, not necessarily romantic per se, but just how they kind of worked off of each other was really great. Um, and I just I just really loved her character. Um, I also appreciated there were a lot of times where, you know, this is a high school drama, so everybody kind of has this like trope, but there are moments where it very clearly is kind of bucking that trope a little bit. And and Mav does that when, you know, she's in this like abandoned part of the school and there's graffiti, you know, basically saying she's a slut and she like grammatically corrects it. And like that is just my jam. <laughs> so I, I liked that there were little moments like that where where things are not as they seem. Had I had a three sentence summary, she would have been in the summary. I, I was a little disappointed not to get her in the two sentence summary. I, yeah, really strong performances all around. Um, I agree with what Jimbo and um, Liz are saying. I think another one, too, is um, the gay best friend also has a lot of really good, like, small human moments um, in the pilot. Like, one of my favorite ones was his interaction with the bully being, like, really, really deep and, like, really, really believable. So, yeah, I would say strong acting all around with a relatively young cast. Maybe just to toss out one more scene that I loved was – there's a scene at the main character Otis's house. And I think the whole time that Adam, the bully is at his house is just hilarious. Mm -hmm. Even leading up to it when you, it's like, you're waiting for the, for the like other shoe to drop because you know, this guy's going to find something in this house. Like he didn't have enough time to hide it all. <laughs> and even the door knocker, it was phallic. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. Tons of penises yes. everywhere. <laughs> We had lows too, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where are you guys at? I got a couple lows, but yeah, it's too long. It's more like a movie than the first episode of a series. I'll say this too, that like, I agree, it's too long. And it's not even just too long, it's just kind of oddly paced. Because, like, the show kind of comes together, the concept of the show comes together in like the last 80 seconds of the pilot. And like, that's... That's pretty unevenly paced. I even see like a note here where like, I think Jimbo might have said it, but somewhere someone said it here where like the whole episode could have been like 40 minutes and then you could have had the like those 80 seconds be the first minute of the second episode. So I think kind of oddly paced and then a very important part of the pilot was rushed in my opinion. I think the pacing was fine. I actually enjoyed the pilot. Like, like I think the pace was, was okay, but yeah, I mean the premise of the show is crammed in the very last part of the episode i don't know i guess pe people don't care and they still watched it so uh, 40 million people watched yeah. <laughs> it 40 million people watched it netflix said netflix said so. that's for their series <laughs> yeah, netflix said not, so. not, not just the pilot mo where are you at where, where are things low for you i thought jimbo was going to say his other low point which is that opening sex scene because what made me uncomfortable was that they're supposed to be in high school and there's nudity and like adolescent tits on on the screen and i thought was that 
Like, was she just barely legal to do that? Like, was she 18? So I actually looked up the ages because something that bothers me is when you have, like, adult actors playing, like, these roles. And also, I was surprised there were boobs on Netflix. I was like, how long have boobs Brad, been on Netflix? Boobs but like, looked like teenage boobs. Didn't they look just like... <laughs> I don't want to no go comment. into what... She is, she is 22. She's 22? Yes. Okay. And actually, the person the person who I was most bothered by, who I thought would be the old... No, she's 23. The person who I was most bothered by, being like, this guy looks old. Why is he in this show? Is the bully. He's one of the younger cast members. Oh. He's only 22. Okay. Uh, I think Mav... I think Mav is, like, one of the older ones. She's, like, 25. I mean, I'm fine with old people playing high school. It's fine. I mean, they, they all looked pretty young. Well, I mean, I, I agree, though, because, like, we are looking at that conundrum of, like... Adolescent boobs, but luckily she's 23. Uh, that it's could be a still a conundrum, but we'll dive into that later. <laughs> I think the opening sucked. The opening was so stupid. It seemed like a Skinamax flick or something. Like, it's just really cheap. I think it was cheapened. shock value. It was very obviously trying to get your attention by opening strong with, you know, the sh- name of our show is Sex Education, and we're going to start with teenagers fucking and with their parents downstairs. Like, it just seemed... The parents were too oblivious. They were too oblivious. I think they were conveniently oblivious. They seemed upset Ignorance by the end of the episode. Bliss. I'm sure once once your little ones get teenage age, you just, like, don't want to think about it. <laughs> like, I don't even want to know. We kind of talked about that a week or two ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's come up before. But again, we're, dang- we're dangling here. We can, <laughs> yeah, we we can go back to this, but... <laughs> it just made me uncomfortable, and it seemed it seemed a bit... It cheapened it a little bit because, you know, I, I come from a health background and I really love sex education and I think it's so important. And I was hoping it would be more about that. <laughs> they were wearing a condom. I Yeah, I guess there's like moments of it, but Scully like saved. So anyway, any other low points, guys? All right, let's move on. Watch or rewatch. Are any of us going to continue with this episode? Are we going to help Netflix get to 80 million in month two? So I'll say no, I'm not. This just isn't my kind of show. This is a maybe because I'm I'm coining a term showmo. I'm between shows right now, so my showmo <laughs> is real strong. Um, Mo, I am 12 episodes into Steven Universe. I'm not giving up. I think I'm pretty deep into it too. I was gonna say I'm. Uh, yeah, I found a new show, so I don't. I don't need this. One day at a time. I don't know why I haven't been. I am Latina. It should be like legally required for me to watch this show. It's a, it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original like sitcom. It's fantastic. It follows a little Cuban family though. All right. On that note, Hoisters, we are going to move into our judgment. To hoist or not to hoist. That is a question for any new listeners. This is where we decide whether this show was good, not hoisted, or bad, hoisted. And... I think we're consensus. Mo, you with us? I'm not. I don't want to hoist it. I would. I would not hoist because I thought the characters were really likable. I it worked its way up from the the opening scene. I think it has a lot of potential, um, and I appreciate that it's hopefully going to deliver a positive message to young people about sex. Maybe going out on a limb here. That's the only reason I would even think about it but so i'm i wouldn't hoist it for that reason yeah i'm not gonna hoist either i think it's a nice little short film <laughs> i'll not hoist because mostly at this point my my metric for not hoisting is how well it does on the phone test 
And this one passed the phone test, so not hoist. I'm kind of, I'm under the same guise that I had with Game of Thrones, where I very much acknowledge that this is not a show for me. Like, this is not something I would enjoy, but this is something that is probably a great piece of art and something that someone will enjoy, and it is very well made, and therefore not hoisting. 40 million people enjoy this. <laughs> who, who am I to judge 40 million people? <laughs> 40 million people in the background who just keep it running. Yeah, how many of those people are asleep? <laughs> and how many of those people work How many are just too? staring at their own reflection <laughs> while Netflix asks ominously, are you still watching? All right, so now we are going to shove episode one, okay, another excellent British title, episode one <laughs> of Sex Education into our running list of the best and worst pilots ever. So most favorite section of the show, the put it anywhere guys, but there quest for the best and worst pilots. And we have 70 pilots with number one being end of the effing world also available on Netflix and number 70 Buffy, the vampire slayer available in hell <laughs> for Mo and everyone else. We do have a link to that list in the show notes. Oh, wow. You even hyperlinked it? Fine, I'll open it. <laughs> there oh you go. <laughs> Have we watched a better high school pilot than this? I'm thinking no. Oh, uh, good question. Unless you consider Into the Effing World a high school. Actually, so in, in it's not as good as Into the Effing World, that, that's for sure. What, Freaks and Geeks is way better than no. this. Whoa, no. Whoa. No. Freaks and Geeks mo, sucks. No, no. <laughs> Well, I love Freaks and That's Geeks. That's fine. You can love it. It's There's nothing wrong you with loving it. You love the Freaks and Geeks show. I love Buffy. I love Buffy so much. Here's where I'm thinking. My window is between South Park and Jack Ryan, which will go 29 to 34, because this is fun. This doesn't break any new ground, and this is interesting, but I could put this above Jack Ryan and maybe even Hill House or Alias Grace. I don't know. Mo, are you looking at said list? Yes, I am. Where is Jack Ryan? Number 34. Now, Liz, do you want to throw some two cents in there? It's better than The Rookie, and it's better than Titans. Yeah, that's that's what we were thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Do I think it's better than Young Justice? Absolutely not. I'll put this below Cheers above Alias Grace. New number 32. I could even put it above Cheers. I don't really care. No, oh, it's not I better than I don't Cheers. Think it's better than okay. Cheers. It's right, not better right, than right, Cheers. I'm just saying. Fine. Above Alias Grace, below Cheers. New 32. My goodness, Jimbo. I'm just saying. I don't care. All right. So now, Hoistlers, we're going into our Petardar. These are recommendations based on today's viewing and conversation. And uh, Jimbo, that's an interesting entry. Why don't you explain yours? So there's a book. It's called Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life. The author writes it specifically for women, but I would argue that men need to read it a lot more than women. But it kind of just goes through kind of the history of the science around sex and how it's based off of these really weird experiments in the early part of the 20th century and how those just kind of got accepted. And then it's kind of debunking those original ones that kind of made up a lot of our societal norms around sex. And then it just goes into really nice details about especially the female anatomy and the orgasm and all that good stuff. So anyone that wants to appreciate a woman's body a little bit more around the areas of sex should read this book. Support your local library. So for for anyone that's not interested in reading an entire book, check out her, her TED Talk. It's probably 20 minutes. 
Um, I said the skins, the UK version. Uh, the U- There's a US version as well, but I don't think it's as good. But the UK version, this show reminds me a lot of that because it's also kind of has very edgy high schoolers having sex, talking a lot about relationships, stuff like that. So, And I've seen that show. I love that show. They also do a lot of drugs. They and do. everyone on Skins eventually shows up in Game of Thrones. Do they really? That's funny. A lot of them do. That trajectory makes sense. But they all went in on HBO and showed some skin. <laughs> so I have two teen drama shows. One is we've actually watched the pilot for Dawson's Creek. Um, worth your time. Go back, check it out. And my so-called life. I like those shows. Mm, I don't really have anything. I can't think of anything. How about Mean Girls? Okay, Mean Girls. <laughs> It makes I'm actually it makes me realize how few books I've read about sex. Jeez. It's not too late, Mo. I've like worked as a sex educator, but I haven't read books about sex. Mo, did you ever find The Joy of Sex, that book with like the hairy hippies that like was on your parents' bookshelf and then you like pulled it down? No. It's it's there's a lot did of body hair. Did your parents have that book? Yep. Oh yeah. But a lot of those books were written like incorrectly incorrectly or just like with one demographic in mind did not read the words no (laughs) it was a picture book you know what i'll give a shout out to an episode of hoarders that i watched while i was at the gym the other day and this woman had a stack of playboys that were like pissed all over because she had like 14 cats that she just didn't it was really really fucked up but there was, they were like vintage ones and they were gotten to a fight whether she should throw away like the Marilyn Monroe Playboy. Horrors. So I'll give a shout out to that episode. Horrors is the show I, I watched know. during my colonoscopy prep because I didn't want to be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> nice choice. Oh, thanks, Mo. For some reason, it did really well in making me like motivated to run and I don't know why. But... To run away? I agree. To get from the horror, yeah. <laughs> All right, Hoisters, we need to move on. So this concludes our mini episode for the pilot episode titled Episode 1 for Sex Education. Join us in a few days for the extended discussion where we will let the spoilers flow like wine. We will dive deeper into the story and the themes. Once again, join us on our Facebook group or our website to continue any and all of these conversations and talking points. Follow our blog, our Twitter, join our Facebook group. We'd like to thank Jake Drew for producing our intro and outro music. Every day we're hoistling pilots and petards out. Hoistling pilots and petards out.